hello hello it has been a minute since i've been on the podcast i can't even remember the last time i recorded an episode i just wanted to jump on here and do a life update um i really miss creating specifically because i've been dealing with chronic pain for the last two to three months and it actually took me out it took me to having to go into the er several times and actually having to stay in the er for about three days so let me rewind it that's kind of an intro as to what's going to happen if you're new here um this is amigapreneur and i've been podcasting for gosh almost 10 years i've had this specific podcast for probably the same amount of time but um being more consistent i would say the past four or five years and um i just want to let you guys know that this podcast has primarily been about um, interviewing entrepreneurs and creatives Um, i usually focus on transition and creating a platform for the community for women of color because i saw that that was lacking for so long i am limited on time that I could really podcast today seeing that I actually had a chronic chronic pain and an issue that actually took me out and I had to stop working and was actually let go from my job due to it and that took me to the hospital I just wanted to update you guys and because you have been following me and even what I love about podcasting you know I've jumped on here and I just noticed that people still come back and listen to the episodes and you know like i I just love that and i'm so grateful and i'm gonna warn you guys i'm not able to edit this episode because currently i am in my bed recording this with the app i actually got the anchor app on my phone so that i can record this episode and i'm going to try and let you guys kind of see where i'm at i'm actually laying on my bed with some pillows and my legs up and just laying down and that has kind of been my life i've been kind of like laying down for 20 minutes get up and i'm like on a walker like a little 80 year old lady um because the chronic pain that took me to the hospital actually left me in a walker and left me weak from my right leg so i can't put that much pressure and then of course not being able to walk regularly made that that side even weaker and so anyway what happened is that I've had uh, chronic pain for years I've never like really acknowledged it I kind of was in denial and I think for a lot of us specifically women I think I think specifically for uh, people of color and immigrants I think a lot of the times we kind of just deal with things and just keep it pushing whether that's mental health mental health excuse me or physical pain we just kind of just deal with it and like keep it moving and unfortunately like like i don't know as women a lot of the time because we are a lot of the caretakers we kind of just deal with our stuff and work around it so for me my depression i just worked around it for the longest time Um, i was raising my daughter and i kind of just kept it moving i thought that was normal you know i thought being a functioning depressant like a friend of mine once put it that was normal right like (laughs) 
Um, this, you know, things are just so such a big part of your life, especially when you're growing up in trauma that you don't really even know. And I'm sorry, guys, excuse the airplanes. Um, you can kind of hear them from my window. I hope you can't hear them on the podcast. But um, we just don't even know what quote unquote normal is. We don't know that us dealing with this, you know, depression or pain. Um, anyway, fast forward, I realized with this chronic pain that I've had and now acknowledging it that I experienced bouts of depression, but the reality is that I have someone that's had depression for a very long time and I had moments where I wasn't. It was kind of like I was drowning, but I had moments of breathing and then I was drowning again. That's kind of how it felt to me. Um, but this time I, with the chronic pain, so I hurt myself at the gym years ago. And, um, after that I developed like sciatica, uh, really, really bad. And I kind of put it, um, I was able not to have it so bad because of yoga. Like I would do yoga and then it would go away. But then the reality was that I've always had it. I just kind of dealt and it was hurting my back and, my PT believed like maybe I had even a herniated disc. So anyway, um, that's been ongoing for like five or six years. Um, ever since I was in LA, that started happening. And um, I moved to San Diego almost, gosh, going on three years. That's crazy. And I was at my job and from being sitting at my job for so long and then just... <laughs> I was going to come back on the podcast to let you guys know that I'm getting into permanent makeup and lo and behold, I get hurt. And the reason I got hurt was because I was sitting too long and I was, you know, dealing with the back pain and just kind of in one position practicing to do permanent makeup. And I just, you know, wasn't taking care of myself. And then I was also going at the gym, pushing my body too hard. And so it just got to a point where I just kept throwing out my back. Like literally it was like I had thrown out my back maybe twice in like my whole life. And it just after that just kept like every week I was throwing out my back and I was crying on the floor. And the reality is that I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't being patient. I kept pushing my body and I was in the shower and I was taking a shower and I went to bend down and I heard a pop. And all like, I just dropped to my knees. It was absolutely so painful. I mean, it radiated from like the top of my head. It felt like down to my my foot. And I knew I only had seconds to get to the bed, get a towel on, get to the bed and call the ambulance because I was gonna lose like all function, you know, to be able to help myself. Um, so I called the ambulance, the ambulance came. I, it was really humiliating, but I'm so grateful to nurses, paramedics, doctors, because we all know how much they, they do for us. But like when you're in it, the paramedics were absolutely just, I'll probably go into that more later on just to describe like that moment, but they were absolutely super kind sweet understanding like you know one of them was a woman she helped me get dressed the other one you know the other two were men they like carried me out I live on the second floor um I was in the ambulance I was in a lot of pain I'm able to talk about this but I was actually really like it was low-key traumatizing guys (laughs) like just experiencing that 
and the helplessness and the pain of it was I mean now I can talk about it because it's been about a month and something but I was like just felt so helpless and I was in so much pain and they took me to the the hospital excuse me and at the hospital um, the doctor was like well you know they they did an MRI a CT and everything um, and nothing was broken or anything like that but the fact that I just couldn't walk on my right side um, he was like, no, absolutely, you cannot go home. So he, you know, had admitted me to the hospital and I was there for three days. The nurses were absolutely amazing, like, um, so kind. And they were just like, you know, one, one thing was too that they, they said, you know, we hear that you're like not a complainer. So you got to tell us because, you know, we're here. It was like, non-stop giving me drugs i swear every time i would wake up it was like people giving me drugs like to control the pain you know and i was just like yeah again another way that we just i don't know i'm just when they were saying you're not a complainer but we can see like you're in pain it's okay to ask for more and i'm just like having the history that i have um in our family with addiction and um you know there's alcoholism there is some drug use um and we're, we're all aware of that so a lot of us in in our family we're very careful because we've either someone in our family experienced it or um, we know someone that has so we're very careful and that's something that i also found out after that i was telling my sisters like well, you know have to be careful because our family like yeah for sure all of us too like i was like oh you guys yeah like everyone is you know we just are aware and we make sure that we don't um that we're aware and that um that we're aware and not take too much medication because i do and obviously with the whole op opioid i don't know if i'm saying that right crisis we all need to be aware that whenever you have chronic pain specifically like back pain or something like that i mean they just were giving me like strong drugs and so we just need to be aware and i was like i obviously didn't want to be like yeah give me more you know i was i was comfortable um but anyway um fast forward to coming home i was you know i was good enough to come home but i wasn't like in the best place to um how can i put it and give me a second i'm gonna I'm gonna go over here and check my notes because I wanted to share with you guys, you know, of course, what's been going on, but I also made, no made notes and I have to also look at the time because with this, although I've gotten better and I'm now even able to record, I am, even when I'm laying down, I have to make sure to look at the energy that I am putting out, you know, like, I came home and I couldn't really do anything. There was still, I was on a bunch of prescription uh, medication and uh, my daughter was here on vacation, which was a whole other story with her having to kind of cut her vacation and stay with me and take care of me because it was so painful. I couldn't get up. Now, obviously, now, like I mentioned, it's been 20 minutes of me getting up and um, sitting down. I'm sorry, not sitting down and being on the walker. And I do that so that I could, so that my body can um, 
get some exercise and get some flow and help my digestion, you know, because I'm not able to sit down for long periods at, at all. Pain, sitting is painful for me. I can only lay and like walk, you know. And so um, in the beginning, I couldn't even move like any little movement. And I would just, it was just so painful. And I would like have a setback and, you know, like, even like going to the restroom was such a challenge and I'd end up having setbacks. And what I noticed is that there's just so many people living with chronic pain because there was people coming to um, visit. And, you know, when I would go, obviously, the only time I would leave my house, that's another thing. I was dealing with a lot of isolation. I couldn't really leave the house. The only time I left the house was to go to doctor's appointments and because of the limited amount of time that I could be up and mind you you guys I live on the second floor (laughs) so that within itself has been such a challenge going up and down the stairs getting into cars because I can't sit for too long and um, one thing I will say is that the blessing of this has been that my family has really showed up we have a history I've been really open about my history, you know, the trauma in our life, domestic violence, and of course I I do talk about addiction and things like that. And a lot of the times the family that I had growing up is not necessarily the family that I have now. Um, Our family has evolved a lot. I feel like we've learned a lot. Um, And I, I also talked on the podcast how much closure I got coming back home and realizing that the family that I had as a child is not necessarily the family I have now. And that doesn't mean that we're all perfect. It doesn't mean that we don't have our issues, but it definitely means that we have evolved a lot and we we have seen a lot of our our faults and a lot of the work we need to do. Um, and of course, and a lot of work that we have to go, but I think the biggest thing that has helped me is to have a voice and have boundaries um not just with them but with myself you know and even the way i treat them or the the way i I even come at them you know and just learning our best to communicate and communicate um yeah just check in with ourselves but i have some notes here on what i've like learned so far um Oh, and another thing is that I have eczema and I'm gluten-free and I take uh, probiotics. And because I was on so much medication and I wasn't taking my probiotics, I basically feel like I became like the human rash. I (laughs) had, because I was so anxious and I had, you know, gone through so much, my eczema flared up so bad that it's barely going away but i had it all over my stomach all over my chest all over my arms my legs it was so i have this like chronic bad pain and on top of that my eczema is flaring and i just like have moments where i'm just like literally contemplating like what would it be like just to be over like you know what i mean like just those moments because 
if it wasn't the back pain it was the constant burning of the eczema i don't know if many of you know but eczema makes you feel sometimes like your body that like is on fire and then um but it was just dealing with with all of that um i just kind of got off social media understandably so and i've actually been contemplating like what is next for me what do i want and then um not wanting to really work on nine to five be more creative but like what does that look like now and you know haven't had this moment and learned so much learned that my my family my daughter specifically in the beginning just took care of all my needs you know cooking cleaning <laughs> having to do something that you know like me being young and her obviously being super young like that she I thought we'd never have to like deal with until obviously I was I don't know 70 or 80 um her helping me you know get in the shower and like making me food and like all of this stuff but seeing my family rally around and my sister one of the things was that my sister my older sister myself and my dad hadn't been together in one room since we were children like that's how big it was and us having to put aside our issues and see what was important but at the same time maintain our boundaries and learn how to communicate and also maintain that how much time can we be around each other and how can we learn to respect each other and um her saying things like yeah i mean if it's one great thing that came out is that this has brought the family together and it did everyone you know coordinating who's going to bring me who food who's going to check up on me of this is you know my daughter is getting ready to leave and um who's going to take turns bringing groceries because obviously I can't get groceries I can't cook you know need someone needs to be here if I need to shower um laundry just all of that and everyone taking their turns to help me and me having to humble myself because I've been so independent and now I have to ask for help you know and and I have to be okay with asking for help and accepting help and okay what kind of help do I need and how do I consider other people's time and how do I not take things personal when people can't help me you know um which wasn't a problem because I think the hardest thing for me was giving up my independence and having to rely on others and realizing how super independent we become that we don't know how to accept help without it meaning that we're helpless you know without feeling like we're victims or we're weak and all this stuff and logically you know these things but emotionally if you grew up uh in a place like where there is this trauma and you're on survival mode and now you're at the mercy of people in your life who possibly were part of that or were in that space but obviously are not and now you're having to um like realize like hey you can depend on people now you know they're not in that place anymore and not just that it wasn't your whole family and your family wants to help you you know um so that has been one of the biggest realization for me learning patience patience with the process patience with myself 
Um, I think I learned quicker how to ask for help than I did to learn that I have no control over what my body's doing. Psychologically, I was not okay. You know, it was okay, I have to ask for help. Okay, I have to, you know, be okay with getting the help. But the fact that my body wasn't healing, it wasn't a linear thing. Like, it wasn't like you break your arm and six weeks you're better, you know? And then, no bad pain and chronic pain is up and down you know you think you're getting better and all of a sudden you're not and you're right back to square one and and you think like oh my god I'm feeling a hundred but I physically I don't I can't walk like a normal person right now you know all of those things uh, you know even down to a day like just because I'm okay this morning doesn't mean I'm gonna be okay in the evening and just because I had a bad morning doesn't mean I'm not gonna have a good morning in the evening and that's one of the things that I've really been learning throughout this whole process it's deaf and the normalcy of how that that becomes your new normal this is your life now and I psychologically I just kept wanting to go back to like my life but not realizing like this is your life now this is your your new life and this will become normal but this doesn't mean that this is where you get to stay um one of the things that I did lose which was I think that Knowing that I've had depression uh, for a long time, I did get scared that I'd go down into that place because of where I'm at. And I certainly had those moments. But if it wasn't for all the work that I've been doing and the awareness and, and also having a therapist and family and all this stuff, but ultimately having yourself, right? Because... You can have this whole team, you know, I have, which basically, you know, I have the doctors and I have, um, you know, my family and I have uh, a therapist and all that. But knowing that all that if I don't have myself, if I don't take care of myself, if I don't learn how to love on myself, which that has been something too that I've learned how to really care and love for myself and be patient with myself and see. I had a lot of blame. I was nonstop blaming myself because every time that someone would like even get near where I got hurt, a voice would say like, look what you did to yourself. Look what you did. Look what you did to yourself. It was the constant blaming of how could I have done this to myself? How could I have let it get to this point? How did I get here? And it was just like a very psychological roller coaster of learning to, to forgive myself because I was impatient with myself and with getting better. And if I, you know, quote unquote, had just been patient or like how would I know 
I'm barely even learning how chronic this is. You know, I'm barely learning. Um, I don't even really know, have the answer to what is going on with my back. Um, so how could I have known? And even if I did know everything, I'm not perfect. And I just want to go back and, you know, like live like normal, like, like an elbowed body person. Um, so I've been learning that. I've been learning empathy, empathy for people who have chronic pain, even worse um, for individuals. Obviously, you can't even imagine because obviously what I have, I'm recuperating. And I know now, I know that I will get back there, you know, God willing, right? Um, but I understand that there's people that don't, right? And there's people that do live normal lives in all capacities. You know, normal doesn't have to be able body walking you know person normal could be in anybody any state that you're in so having to learn that not that poor people who are this poor no it's like everyone learns and everybody can be happy in whatever state they're in and i'm also learning that people don't consider people that are not able this world wasn't built for people that are not fully able body i have noticed so many things from the way things are built to the way people treat you that i've had to advocate so much for myself because this world only caters to the able body not just when we look at color and race and culture you know but also the able bodied person there is so much that people are not considered you know and and including myself that I never really thought about right but I've had to learn so much but I am going to end it here I hope to have a part two uh, to share with you guys because like I said every time I come on this podcast and see people listening to the podcast and coming back and knowing how helpful it is for me to continue to be creative, continue to share my story because I know it's important to my community when it came to, to mental health, but not just that now. Now being someone that's been dealing with a disability, which is even like so hard for me to even think of, chronic pain, a disability, because my mindset is so like, in the past was like nope I didn't have chronic pain you know no I'm not disabled like disabled someone that, that looks like this it's like disabled is someone that you can see who is able body looks able body and walking around talking um that even the people that you don't even know could have a disability so having to learn all of that um but I'm getting off topic. I am going to come back and do a second one, but I did want to update you guys. I'm not really going to be, you know, like promoting this or anything. I think it's this is for the people who I am so grateful um, that come here and listen to the podcast and continue to support. Um, I'm so grateful for you. I am. And if you're new here, I hope you find... Um, what I'm sharing helpful to you, you know, 
Um, I hope that you learned something new. I hope that you feel seen. Um, you're like that it somehow allows you to see yourself. Um, I do talk on these topics because I think it's so important. Um, I certainly didn't have this growing up and I didn't see it when I was going through my depression and I definitely haven't really heard a lot of people talk maybe again I don't know but like about disabilities dealing with chronic pain so I want to tell the story because all of these things are so important to me it's important to have that in our communities um, but please uh, well thank you first of all and I would appreciate if you like what you heard make sure to subscribe and rate as this allows more and more people to find the podcast. Thank you so much for listening.